Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. They saw that there was a, a big problem and then they pressed the alarm bells and basically all hell broke loose. And then all these doctors came in, one was in a dinner suit, they called in as well. And Dr. Bush had to um, basically get me Moser out as quickly as possible, but the nurse taking Moser out by uh, suction cups on breech birth, the suction cup didn't hold well and she fell over and knocked all the machinery over at the same time. When the Moser was taken out, she had to stabilise her. My education was not easy. I had, because all my cognitive was a bit disruptive. I have learning difficulties. I was a bit slower than everyone else. And my writing was not that great because if I had a normal birth, I would have been right-handed. But then because of the disability that happened, I had to learn how to write my left hand. It got bad that I would hit the ball with the bat and then my teammate would have to run around for me. So I have a problem with running too. I don't know what happened. I think I have the fear of falling. I've got a really bad balance problem, which has grown worse now. Because when I usually go out with my dad for like a walk and stuff, I have to like link arms with him. Mimosa has to think more than we do to take an action. And same with the balance, whereas me and you can put our hands out quickly and coordinate a fall most of the time. If you knock me moser over, then afraid she goes down. It's as simple as that. So it's it's been difficult for her. And the thing is, she has to do the gym and the swimming because um, having right side hemiplegia in one way doesn't allow you to be lazy like normal people. You've Not that got, I want to be lazy. <laughs> no, but you've got to keep going. Hello, I'm Mark Goodyear. Welcome to Stroke Stories, the podcast that seeks out and hears from stroke survivors. In this episode, we hear from Mimosa Jane Heald and her father Mark from London. Mimosa suffered a stroke while still in her mother's womb. It was from birth. I was in my mum's tummy. She noticed a problem. They noticed stress. Mimosa was so in stress uh, during birth. And they then had to try and get her out as quickly as possible. Um, but it was caused by lack of oxygen to the brain. The two nurses that were meant to be looking after us, because I was there at the time with the wife, were in an opposite room. And the machines that were connected to my wife, um, monitoring things, started to go uh, much louder and more urgent tones on them. They were chatting on the settee and uh, I said, look, there's a problem. And they kind of looked and didn't do much. And then my wife said, look, the machine's gone crazy. So I had to shout at them and they came in. And obviously when, they, when I shouted at them to come in, they saw that there was a, a big problem and then they pressed the alarm bells and basically all hell broke loose. And then all these doctors came in. One was in a dinner suit, they called in as well. And Dr. Bush had to um, basically get me Moser out as quickly as possible. But the nurse taking Moser out by uh, suction cups on breech birth, the suction cup didn't hold well and she fell over and knocked all the machinery over at the same time. When the Moser was taken out, she had to stabilise her. 
my education was not easy. I had, because all my cognitive was a bit disruptive. I have learning difficulties. I was a bit slower than everyone else. And my writing was not that great because if I had a normal birth, I would have been right-handed. But then because of the disability that happened, I had to learn how to write my left hand. I'm not naturally left-handed, so it was a bit difficult to write and I was a bit slow to like copy things off the board and stuff and writing was not easy to read for teachers. For my physical ability when doing sports, I was not that great either. It got bad to the point where in year eight, when we played rounders, it got bad that I would hit the ball with the bat and then my teammate would have to run around for me. So I have a problem with running too. I don't know what happened. I think I have the fear of falling. I've got a really bad balance problem, which has grown worse now. Because when I usually go out with my dad for like a walk and stuff, I have to like link arms with him, especially on a windy day, because that can throw me off balance. I have a, Not that I fall over, but I have a bit of a bubble and it's got a bit difficult and worse now. <laughs> My parents immediately put me into swimming three times a week. I also did ballet, yoga, stage coach, drama class. I also had physiotherapy a couple of times a week for my mobility, just to keep me moving and get the my hand. My hand is mainly affected more than anything else. I also had a yearly, yearly checkup at the hospital just to see how I was doing every year. Now I just do three times a week swimming and three times a week gym at my local centre. I do like 45 minutes and just up and down. I do breaststroke. Sometimes there's people in my lane and sometimes I have it to myself. I mainly do breaststroke. I can swim, but I mean, there's other people who are faster than me, so I, I avoid that lane. I stay by the wall. Yeah, I've learned to ride a bike. My dad taught me, but that's a bit... Difficult to with the balance because especially on a windy day, it's all affected in different ways. Also, I mean, with right side hemiplegia, sorry, um, it, it affects in many ways. Mimosa's right side obviously is, is not anything like uh, a left side, which is fine. And the thing is, with the, the balance and coordination, if someone gets too close to her on a bike or goes past her too close, that can throw off balance. Same in the street or shopping centre, if someone was to bump into Mimosa, she would probably go over a lot easier than we would. It's really affected that uh, side. The cognitive side, is Mimosa can talk very normally. It's mm. the inability to take in lots of information at the same time, coordinate it, and then put it back out again. The same as meaning you can analyse the situation. Mimosa has to think more than we do to take an action. And same with the balance, whereas meaning you can put our hands out quickly and uh, coordinate a fall most of the time. If you knock Mimosa over, then it goes down. It's as simple as that. So it's it's been difficult for her. And the thing is, she has to do the gym and the swimming because um, having right side hemiplegia in one way doesn't allow you to be lazy like normal people. Not you've that got, I want to be lazy. No, but you've got to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind working out. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy going to my leisure centre and swimming and gym. I, I, I like working out. Um, I just do it to my best ability, really. As Mimosa has grown up, she's learned to live with the effects of her stroke. The more I grew up, I learned what a stroke was and what my disability was and what I was capable of my abilities to do. 
yeah, it gets tough at times. There's down days mm-hmm. where I get upset and I cry. I mean, my mum and dad mainly help with everything. It's no difficulty like tying shoelace. I can't tie shoelace. I can, but it gets loose, so I tend to have velcro shoes uh, or slip-ons. Tie my hair. My mum does that for me when I go swimming in the gym because I can't tie my own hair. And it's just little things like that. Opening a tin can difficult. I can carry a kettle of hot water, but I can a cooking pan. It's difficult. In the early days, Mimosa was here to visit many hospitals. She was uh, initially after birth, when they stabilised her, she was in uh, Hammersmith Hospital, where she was kept there uh, with the warden. My wife could stay with her all the time and uh, encourage her. And that was the early days of, they said, this is what might happen. She might be blind, she might be this, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But my wife stayed mm-hmm. at the hospital in rooms that they have there. And uh, they were actually very good. Mimosa had to visit many uh, specialists. We had to go to Manchester at one point, like a merry-go-round. You have to go see all these people. They all make reports. And then going into four or five years old, it, it started to taper off. And uh, they saw that the really bad things weren't going to happen. And um, said, that's as much as we can do now. And the rest really was left to us. You know, you say right side of a plea. Mimosa's got what we would call an invisible disability. If we go out shopping, if we look at Mimosa and say hello, fine, she looks perfect. It's living life is the big problem as it is now she had to cook a meal for a family of four no way just not going to happen uh, so she'll need mm. someone with her for the rest of her life i like to cook my mum my mum's good cook be nice fun to cook but it'd be difficult yeah like chopping you couldn't cut a cabbage in half with it i can chop a cucumber but it basically it's just difficult yeah, and it would take me a long, slow time to cut. It's difficult peeling. Because the hand that you need to hold the objects with. The grip right hand. in my right hand is difficult. It's not as strong as my left see. hand. Even if I swap it round, then cutting my right hand would be a problem. Impossible. So that's another problem I have. Although you can get labour-saving devices, you can get things like avocado cutters and, and other things to help you, jar openers, automatic tin openers, that's fine. But it's still the time that it takes Mimosa to prepare something and coordinate everything, uh, is in a slight cognitive side, causes uh, immense problems. You know, you really have to be with someone to understand what it is. So when someone says mild right side hemiplegia, I would have to stretch the mild a bit massively because it's not mild. Yes, all. it's very difficult to explain to other people who yes, yeah. don't have my disability what it actually is and very difficult. the difficulties. I can say, oh, I have difficulty with this and that and they might understand that, but like how deep, like how truly do, do they understand what I'm going through every day. Coming up, Mimosa talks about planning for the future. In any kind of job that I could have done, I say, um, I think, would I be able to do this? Would I be able to cope? You know, could I handle it? So I don't know what I would have gone into. But I mean, I, I do love helping people. But I didn't know what kind of section and work society I wanted to go into to work, like, help people. So I'm just trying to figure that out at the moment. I mean, I'm, yeah, we got our business, but I want to do something on the extra just to gain my own experience and earn my own money. And Dad Mark's advice for loved ones. The advice we've had, I mean, people, there are disabled-friendly companies that uh, if you apply or if you go to a job centre plus, for example, they will tell you that there are many companies who actively employ people with disabilities. Seek them out if you want to do a job. 
Obviously, Mills is working with the company that we have now, but she wants to do, you know, something extra outside of this. Let's hear how Mimosa got in touch with other stroke survivors. In 2019, I decided to write a book about my disability in my life. And I think I was researching one day about strokes and stuff, and I found the Stroke Association. And then I found their Facebook page, and I joined. They let me in. And I think it's been amazing um, because there's people in there that really are like me or similar similar to me and can understand. And I can understand them where they come from. And then I found and I found the podcast very recently. I've been listening to them. I'm still a bit far behind, but it's just amazing how you can really connect with the same people that have the same stroke, no matter how different it is to you. And can relate to that, and you know, like you're not alone. Um, there are people out there like you who struggle, and you know, you just got to keep it going and never give up. No, I don't give up, no matter how hard or frustrating it might be for me in day to day life. Um, I don't give up. I carry on somehow. <laughs> when I finish uni, you know, everyone else, you know, finds a finds a job or shares a flat with some uni mates and stuff and go off in life and move here or move there. And back then I was interested in photography. I still am, but I mean, photography industry is a hard industry to get into. And with my disability, it was difficult, you know, to handle a camera, to press the button and carry heavy equipment everywhere. That was not an easy time. So I kind of neglected, didn't nothing else for the past few years. My mum's got her own, well, our own business called Mimosa London. We sell baby wear. So bathrobes, cartoons, hats, blankets, bathrobes. And I take the pictures for it in my attic. And my dad helps me if I need to. Um, so I kind of do that. But if I had to go back to uni, I think I would have liked to kept photography as a hobby and studied something else. But back then, I didn't really have any other interest or what I could go into because my dis- my disability affects in a massive way because I think in any kind of job that I could have done, I say, um, I think, would I be able to do this? Would I be able to cope? You know, could I handle it? So I don't know what I would have gone into. But I mean, I, I do love helping people, but I didn't know what kind of section and work society I wanted to go into to help people. So I'm just trying to figure that out at the moment. I mean, I'm, yeah, we got our business, but I want to do something on the extra just to gain my own experience and earn my own money. And Mimosa says that no matter how hard recovery can be, you should never give up. I think just keep going and never give up, no matter how hard or frustrating it can be, because I know that. You never give up and keep going. It may be difficult, but there's always some way we can find to do things like other people can. Really well. It, it depends on, on, on the type of stroke that you're involved in. Some allow you to do fairly normal things. The advice we've had, I mean, people, there are disabled-friendly companies that uh, if you apply or if you go to a job centre plus, for example, they will tell you that there are Many companies who actively employ people with disabilities seek them out if you want to do a job. 
obviously Mills is working with the company that we have now, but she wants to do, you know, something extra outside of this. But it, there needs to be more awareness uh, from companies, even though they're disability friendly, they need to be more proactive with uh, the fact that they are. And even though some have got a little badge on them saying we are disabled aware, there's not that many positions. But advice wise, look everywhere you can and seek as much help as you can. Mimosa has worked hard all her life to recover from her perinatal stroke. She regularly exercises at her local gym and also works as a product photographer for the family business. Thank you for listening to Stroke Stories. We're very grateful to you for listening and recommending to those you think it might help. And if you can spare a second or two, please do rate and comment on the episodes you hear. And as we always say, if you are or you know of a stroke survivor and there's a story you can share, please contact via Twitter or Instagram. Our DMs are always open. The Stroke Stories podcast was produced by Aidan Judd. I'm Mark Goodyear. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,